Hello, everyone. Welcome to another old Drop Frames show. We're getting close to 300, but I don't think we've hit the 290s. We're like mid-280s. I looked at it this morning, but I forgot the number. So that would put us uh, maybe the end of maybe the game of the year show might actually be episode 300 if we time it right. We're going to have to take some time off, boys. It's going to be hard, you know, if we really want to get there. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> No, no, stripping. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's up? Not much. How long? What? Okay, let's. Andrew WK. What's going on here? What the hair? Are you just letting <laughs> it go? Are you just growing it out, dude? First, COVID came. Uh-huh. And I said I will not go outside. Uh huh. And now it's just too hot to go outside. So this continues. Yeah, I'm not gonna fix it. What? Uh, what are we? What's the temps over there right now? I, I know it's been bad uh in in the uk i don't like to say because then you get Every, like yeah home. sure yeah. english people are pussies it's not even hot <laughs> sure it's not it's <laughs> 90 it's, it's but true. we don't we don't have aircon we don't have aircon inside or outside so it's 90 everywhere right in the united states it's air conditioning by the way yes <clears throat> yes to, <throat> to translate for uh for stripping this yeah cheers governor <laughs> i've heard uh a handful of of uh elu uh, is is uh from the uk he was saying it was like 86 in his office last night at midnight so yeah. it's definitely the not fun is, I, I work nights so i sleep when the sun is at oh that's the worst well. yeah i'm sleeping just just hella sway yeah it's real sway so it's it, a sway is there, times. Is, is there a reason you don't have aircon is that is it illegal or is it like what's the deal it's just not used it, it's cold ninety five percent of the year. This is not. It's not cost effective to do it. I have a portable one in my office, but that's it's just like California. Saying, like you got like a window one or a, or a floor unit or something, right? Like I got like a little floor unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like California, though. Like they, they just don't. There's no need for it in a lot of time. Yeah, I remember when I lived in California, they sold me the house, and they were like, you don't need aircon, there's a sea breeze. I was like an hour from the fucking beach, man. There was no sea breeze. <laughs> got they play. got you there. They, they were like, <laughs> yeah, this guy's a time. sucker. He has big no time. idea. <laughs> fucking tiki, little tiki roofs in the garden. Like, I, I thought it was going to be a good time. Dude, I I, I mean, pardon, pardon me, but fuck that bullshit, because like, I live in Montana, and I had my air conditioning going at least seven months out of the year. Like, yeah. Seriously, it's... Yeah. I like my I was, shit like sixty five max. Like that's where I, I live. That's where I want to be all the time. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I was half expecting Z to be like, I live in Montana, and they sold me on the sea breeze. And then when I, me <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Growing up, you get in- that breeze rolling in off the ocean <laughs> from Washington. Right. Fracks off the mountains and then curves yeah. over. Picks up speed yeah. as it goes exactly. down the mountain. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, that picks up speed. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it works. Um, yeah, living in uh, in Texas my entire life, obviously having AC here or there and now in, in St. Louis as well. When we went to Sacriel's wedding in the UK, we stayed at the, um, we, it was like a very small like boutique hotel, but we were at the very top. So like the roof was literally like this. That's, we were at the top of the hotel. No AC. Woke up at like 6 a.m. Just the absolute worst. It was like 80 degrees. Now, I don't understand. I'd... Savage. I don't. You guys got to get AC. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad I time. don't know why it's a thing, man. Yeah. You should start an aircon company, stripping. That's what you should I mean, do. I mean, like, there's like 10 years in a row where all the English people just complain about the hot summer. And I'm like, we could have fixed this problem a long time ago. Man. Yeah. But English people <laughs> love to complain. So, you know, why, why take away from them? That's true. 
That's true. The funny thing is, like, uh, over uh, <clears throat> all of our like streamers collective carbon footprint is relatively low because we don't fucking like drive or go anywhere. Like, right? You know, working working from home, we don't like put out any emissions or anything. So we crank oh. the AC though. I feel like there's a that's what I'm in there somewhere. Yeah, I think there is. There's probably yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. No, <clears throat> well, I was going to say, like, yeah, it's in the cushions of my seat, but my, I have a mesh seat now, so they don't get trapped in. Ah. The whole reason, one of the reasons why I got this mesh seat HM chair, because, man, swamp, swampness. It's a real problem. It's a real problem. It's a real problem. <laughs> yes, it's true. Let's jump into the news speaking here. Speaking of farts, speaking of farts, oh, oh, how, okay. how you feeling? What? Ah, I, I am, we're oh, getting yeah. there. We're getting there. I actually slept through last night, so that's an improvement. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's good. That's good. It's always good. Just ulcers or, or uh I, I have no idea. I I I I've been told um by Dr. Twitch chat uh that I probably have developed a GERD, whatever that is, which is a lot of fun. So I have yeah. a terrible diet. Good, yeah. And, yeah. And basically I woke up um a couple nights ago at like way wee hours of the morning just coughing stomach acid like everything was burning and on fire and um, that's not good yeah that's like fun. having trouble breathing and stuff it was great so um yeah definitely need to do some diet changes it turns out eating that whole pizza that night was probably not the best idea <laughs> um i had full this week I man i talked about that on my stream man i said yeah. like if i know i'm gonna pay these days like in the past like three or four years I have pepperoni pizza. It's like I got I, you. Got to make a bargain with tomorrow. You be like, all right, yeah. tomorrow me. I'm sorry for this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it used to not bother me at all. But now it's like I feel like I got like you know, hot throw up like right here. All like oh yeah, yeah. hours hours the next day. I th I think frankly I've I've out bargained tomorrow me, and I think it's basically had enough of my shit. So I think it's just done. It's like yeah, keep yeah. trying that, and uh, I'm gonna keep sending you to the freaking hospital. And we'll see how this works out for you. Ask yeah. me. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's time. Thankfully, I've got that workout challenge coming up, so it's a good time to got to work on the fried foods and the greasy now, foods and the carbonated beverages and all that stuff. Here's so. the fun thing about going into a workout co, which I I hope you don't discover uh, that I've discovered though. When you change your diet that much, it's a whole new set of problems because your body's like, "What the fuck are you giving me? Like, what the hell? I have what is this? I haven't had this for ten years. I don't I'll know have what to, to work do with that." This. So, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's just different problems. My strategy is uh, I eat junk food, and then the next day, so that tomorrow me doesn't suffer, I eat junk food again, and I just keep the train going. That's where I'm at, yeah. And there's a me in the very distant future that will be yeah. in big shit. Yeah. But right now, I'm just, like, it. chaining it. Yeah, I had KFC today. I'm just going to keep going. Well, luckily, <laughs> luckily, life finds a way for me, and I just get food poisoning every couple of years and that just cleans out my whole system and then i'm good to go i think that's how i'm I like oh, i end up in the sound. hospital every couple of years and then <laughs> well that's true you do you end yeah, up more yeah. in the hospital than any other streamer right now that's also real what do you mean what you talking about i've been like twice in the past like month <laughs> <laughs> no look the trick is to ignore all your medical problems until you get hospitalized that's that, the only time no, you have to go the whole thing about english people complaining not true what you just said is what english people are right there go it's to, a hassle it's free. Man. it's free go to the go to the doctor it's free go but it's free everyone goes for every little problem and then you go wait around for like five fucking hours oh man. it's not god. worth oh my god 
if I'm really sick, game. they're like, yeah, I'm in. Give him a bed. And I'm like, it's time. Fix me. <laughs> Fix me. Yeah. At least that part, however, is not that different from the States. <clears throat> like as far as going to a clinic and it's true. You know, if it's not serious, you wait a yeah. while. Even long, if it is serious, while. they're like, you're not going to die. We're going to take some of these other people first. Yeah. <laughs> they run, they run down the, like the, the, the checklist of two things, like missing a limb chest pains no sit down yep you're not going you're not going anywhere for a while that's very true that's very true anyways now that we've uh completely scared off all of our uh medically phobia folk let's continue with the news let's continue Uh, um it will be a little bit i don't know what's going on with my voice i think i screamed too much yesterday off stream at guilty gear i think that's what's happening uh Uh, it will be a little bit shorter of a show, probably about two hours or so. I know Co's got some stuff uh, he's got to attend yeah, to. Yeah, I got to punch out a little early. The thing is, like me, Zeke, and Co, we haven't really played <clears throat> much else apart from what we were playing last week. Uh, so we'll we'll run through the indies. We got Strippin here, luckily, to save us from the the not playing other games thing because uh, he's been checking out some Monster Hunter, and uh, we'll get to that. But first, we got to get to the news. Uh, specifically, there's some Twitch news. Um, in regards to the old DMCA stuff, um, they posted a bunch of things. They also did a thing. They did another let's chat yesterday. Um, and for, for what it's worth, I think Zach Busey was the one that covered it, uh, well. And so I'm going to kind of use his tweets as a guide, um, to just talk about the different, uh, highlights from this stuff. Um, some of his tweets are, are new information that I think needs to get out there a little bit more. Um, one of them is that on this let's chat with, uh, DJ wheat and Jeremy Forrester, who is the head of creator products. Um, he has a couple of clips. I can show him if you guys want, but, uh, Busey basically says important for streamers to know that unpublished content does not protect you from copyright strikes. So while unpublishing content is a cool feature, it offers little protection if stream copyright or if you stream copyrighted, uh, content. Um, there's been some questions as to whether you can get strikes for content you've already deleted. Twitch has a definitive answer. No, you will not get a strike for any content you have been deleted or you have deleted on your channel. So that's new. Cause I think when like all this DMCA stuff started, um, people were finding that the content that you delete necessarily wasn't deleted, um, kind of on the back end. I think Twitch has like stopped that. Like you can no longer access that content anymore. Um, so deleting it does uh, protect you if you were at all worried about that, to me, which is great. Yeah, it definitely happened to me back in the day. Yeah, yeah, where it, it got past that type of stuff. Um, so that's good stuff. Um, what else is there? There's also this idea that like DMCA strikes are. Here it is. Is there a specific time frame that strikes will expire on a channel? There's nothing specific at this time, but they will expire. So over time now, uh, one of the biggest issues with the MCA strikes is that they would just always be present. Um, so if you had a strike, you had two more and your channel's gone. Now it seems like there's some sense of expiration uh, on them. Um, Twitch obviously didn't say like what that was, but thank God. Because uh, <laughs> building that stuff, uh, streaming for as long as, as we have, and I'm sure a lot of other people will continue to stream, three is not that much. Um, so very good stuff coming out of that. And, uh, they also sent out a partner email. Did you guys get that email by the way, yesterday about DMCA guideline stuff? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did it, did it like, <clears throat> I, I did not listen and went to my spam folder. 
Um, did it actually break stuff out into like readable format or was it just all legal speak? If you guys have that email. Uh, most of them are, are relatively in terms we can understand. Um, okay. let me see here guidelines and better tools, the DMCA update. No, it was, it's definitely broken down in English. Okay. Yeah. That's Here's good. a quick look at our roadmap for the rest of the year. New filtering options for clips that allow you to sort and delete clips by date, game, and view count. Review nice. the VODs identified in DMCA notifications in your creator dashboard. Easily submit a counter notification directly from your creator dashboard. And that's live or that's coming live? Or Here's a quick look at what's on our roadmap, roadmap. for the rest, okay. of the rest of the year. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Soon. And on the on the blog, mm -hmm. it has like, <clears throat> like the, the uh, perspective dates that these are or like quarters that these are going to go into effect. Um, like Q1, Q2, January, June, Q, Q3, Q4, July, uh, December, all that stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I finally found what the, so there's, there's, there's a thing called a, a repeat infringer now. Um, three strikes. And it's not Zeke, surprisingly <laughs> enough. There's three strikes too. officially constitute a repeat infringer. Strikes are not permanent, but they're kept on the account until they determine that you are not a repeat infringer. Um, so they've changed a lot of this stuff. Uh, in fact, Zach goes on to say that they entirely rewrote their DMCA guidelines page. So at least there's work being done on that front kind of behind the scenes. And now we're starting to see a little bit of it. Um, I guess if you want more information, definitely go check out the let's chat from yesterday. Um, the title of it or the, the subject matter was updates from the DMCA product team on that with, uh, once again, with DJ wheat and, uh, Jeremy Forrester, who's the head of creator products at Twitch. Um, or you can just also follow, uh, Zach Busey on Twitter as he seems to be on top of that stuff. So also, uh, good on Twitch for bringing back that show. That's, yeah. I, I hope that yeah. becomes like a regular thing. Cause it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's I very good for them to have that kind of connection. I agree. I was trying to look up the Zach Busey's Twitter account. What is it? Is it what's it at? I think it's uh, I think it's just Zach B U S S E Y. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's That's an E Y, why. not just a Y at the end. Yeah. Yeah, he's on uh he's on top of that stuff though. Uh very knowledgeable about it. Um moving along to normal video game stuff. I guess there's also the idea they Twitch put in uh 10 year sub badges now. Um or is are they live or are they coming soon? I forget I, what that. I have no idea. I still don't have my follower emotes. So <laughs> I, I think they're oh, yeah. rolling yeah. a whole bunch of stuff out. And I don't yeah, know. I don't have my follower one either. Yeah. That's in like beta till August or something, right? I think oh, is it? I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, something like that. And then uh, the 10 year sub badges are, I think, live. Um, there's a very small amount of streamers that actually have. <laughs> <laughs> 10 year subs as well um i think we yeah, have there's like a handful of them um if you look yeah. on uh longest subs on twitch yep you're number five you by the way like yeah 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 yep you're number five it's, to I'm the man one, game one month away yep <laughs> yep um From 10 i think and what what's your what's your is it 118 117 oh okay so okay gotcha yeah, we have 107 on the channel, um, and we're like we're number 125, which is that's how many other people there are with longer subs. <laughs> there's a lot. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fun out there. Um, 
so that's cool. I'm I'm glad that they're continuing to uh to stretch. Who's the top one? Out. I think it's the Deshaun. Yeah, I think it's the day nine. Well, yeah, day, day nine and man, I think are <clears throat> here. I'll just pull it up. Yeah, I think it's day nine and man are like tied. Day nine man tally and Dan's game, I think, are all the top. Wow. Let's see. Damn. Um, yeah, so it's 123 months to Day9 TV uh, for two of his subs, 122 for one. Then there's 121. So Day9 has the top five. Oh, Zeke, you're nine now. Sorry, not five. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're sub for 119, two man. And then, yeah, it's, it's like Day9, Tally, Man vs. Game, Dan's Gaming. And then that kind of just goes all the way till uh, Buana's got 33 with 115. Uh, definitely in a very old school name. Buana's good people. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yogg's cast uh, with 114. Kriken with 114 at uh, 40. Um, Buana, by the way, the savior of the first round of Final Fantasy 14 ARR on Twitch. That's true. Yeah. Wana was working for Twitch that. at the time and was he was the guy that basically <clears throat> interfaced like getting the approval for everyone to be able to stream the game. Yeah. I'll never forget that. That's right. Um Root Cats, there's a couple StarCraft names. <clears throat> Root Cats and Orb both have some some long months. Um Maximus Black as well, another StarCraft name. Scar is in there. So uh, I'm looking at Twitch for those curious, I'm looking at twitchstats.net and then you go to uh the top subs and then go to longest sub this website's also not a hundred percent accurate there's there's people missing from it as well but i think the top like five or top 20 are, are definitely accurate so it's cool stuff let's move on to uh some actual video game news the steam deck not the stream deck which is the elgato hardware oh my god <laughs> the dude deck. The, the steam deck came out what the day after that elgato did it was the day of thing, announcing it's yeah announcing day it's of. stream deck upgrade yeah. So, oh my lord, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. It was. Uh, they, Elgato announced a lot of products in that thing. We we can talk about it that did. if you guys want. Um, but Steam Deck's live. Uh, it's basically a, like a super powered Switch in a lot of ways that doesn't play Nintendo games. I don't think this is necessarily for any of us though on the show in terms of like who this product is created for. So I don't know how much we'll have to say on it. Um, did anyone pre-order? I certainly did not pre-ordered oh, at all i didn't either immediately I, when I, I heard the word i pre-ordered it in a second really i was yeah. like are you telling me i can fish in final fantasy 14 when i'm watching my kids <laughs> it's true that's true you can't i had the same yeah, energy five bucks for a pre-order <clears throat> so this is a dad gift you think i think it's a yeah. dad gift i think it's a traveler's gift so like a commuter yeah, yeah. if you take like a, a bus or if you're in like you know if you uber and stuff like that like being able to just bring like an actual pc along with you um, it's going to be even cooler if Valve is doing what I really hope they're doing and working with um, a lot of their devs to come up with like interfaces that really work with the little screen. Because I will say, in, in some of the preview material, there's no question that the the UIs were not designed for a screen that small. Like right. you, you, you can't even barely see some of the UI elements because they're so tiny. So if they actually really push this and make it so like, hey, this is the, the category of Steam games that work super well with the Steam Deck, and like those games are are designed to play on it uh that could be really really cool that could that could be pretty fun yeah um i know ign's put out a lot of different uh footage and interviews with it they've, they've probably put out the most stuff um i'll see if i can find a video of someone actually holding it so you can see how big it is it's a big boy it it reminds me of uh to, to it's gonna be loud 
Yeah, it, it reminds me of uh, how old I am because it reminds me of a Game Gear to to date myself yeah. a little bit. It's like a big yeah, fucking Game Gear type. It hopefully it doesn't take like, eight it's batteries. Like three times heavier than a Switch. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's heavy, heavy thing. Yeah, I think it'll be heavy. I'm worried about the heat, right? Like that's a pretty big, beefy machine. And if it has, if it has the dental fans, those right. really high pitch of, you know, when it gets hot and it's like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Not not <laughs> good. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we we will we will see indeed. When does it? Did it give you a like timeline? <laughs> there's no though? fans. There's definitely no, there's no, vents on it, but there's no fans. I, I didn't have it. I, somebody say there's no maybe well that's twitch chat so oh do we get one guide? two fans okay, we might have got one guy okay we may have just gotten one guide yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah. two guide let's see here um i think this is the video that... wait only fans that's a completely different thing it's a completely uh, different thing yeah yeah here's a uh a valve employee i think he's one of the designers of it um, or coders of it talking and holding it so you can kind of see how big it is holy crap it's big that's a that's a Damn. big boy yeah yeah that means the screen is hopefully pretty big at least so that's good yeah uh 720 wonder if it has joy con drift <laughs> did you see the news update on the joy con drift by the way because that was pretty funny the fix is apparently uh some cardboard <laughs> I'm not like that's uh, not the official fix, is. but if you take the Joy-Con apart and you put a very thin piece of cardboard above the um there's something that like there's space in between it and that's what causes the drift. And so you put a tiny piece of cardboard in the side inside of it. It voids your warranty, so be careful if you do this. Uh but if you do that, it fixes all the drift. That's that's all Nintendo has to do, apparently. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, but it will void your warranty, um, which was could just yeah i don't know about it. that right now to sell those tiny yeah. little pieces of cardboard and then make a no logo on it 20 bucks 19.99 nintendo's already Nintendo's in the cardboard card? game man they got labo out there they got right? labo why don't they just fucking fix it themselves <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, that's money stripping sweet delicious no money. cardboard that's true that's true um so yeah the, the, i'm not even making uh beds out of cardboard for the olympics they love that shit it's true i saw those as well very comfortable uh, a lot of people, well, we'll get it. That's enough. That's maybe not for the show. That thing's that whole thing's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> um, what about like, in, in terms of, we were talking about, cause you mentioned this is for like, uh, dads and people that travel. The idea of this being docked could, is could people just use this for like a PC or do you, th- do you not think it's there? Like what? It really depends. Like how is the performance at higher resolutions? Um, how, yeah. how is it going to run long term? Um, there, there, there are many unknowns with that, but I mean, it could be the idea that you would buy this like you would a switch console and not for like a handheld PC is an interesting idea, but I, I, I would not know. I would yeah. have to see it. Uh. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, there's someone using it right there. Um, I don't think that's with windows installed either. I think that's just with like the steam, the modified um, steam OS. Isn't it, isn't it Linux? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a Linux-based program, but you can also you install can, you Windows. You can put like on emulators it. and stuff yeah. on there, uh, right? And all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just dual boot like Windows. So that's how you can get things like, uh, or I guess Steam could just run Final Fantasy through Steam, right? You don't have to install yeah. the like launcher for it. Are all Steam games available on it, or is it a library, a curated library? I think it's all Steam games. I I didn't see anything saying otherwise. Chat will let us know here in just a sec. 
if I'm wrong or right about that, but yeah, I think it's just everything. Not all. Oh wow, Chad is saying literally everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All SteamOS games. Done. Not all. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. All. Most of it. Okay. Stream off of it. I don't know. Outfill. I, I, I mean, mean, you need a you need a beefy CPU, right? Like that's the the bottleneck when it yeah. comes to streaming. Um, it could probably be like a. Uh, I wonder if you'll see people use it for the like IRL bags. Um, I don't know that much about the IRL bags, but I think that's just like a laptop, um, in a backpack essentially. So I'm wondering if you could use this instead. I don't know how you would put a capture card on that though. I don't know. I guess it has a USB, so you could just use like a USB three device on it or something. Yeah. It'd be a little bit weird. USB three. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a little weird, but (laughs) That thing's live. It uh, what was the price on it? Uh, baseline is four hundred dollars for a sixty-four gig uh, non-NVMe drive. Uh, five twenty-nine for the two fifty-six, and then six forty-nine for the five twelve gigabyte NVMe drive. Um, what is EMMC? I don't even know what that means. Is that just like a semi-fast hard drive? Uh, no Isn't idea. That the theory of relativity. I think so. Oh, SD card. <laughs> oh, okay. Format. Embedded multimedia yeah, card. I have been told, though, initially they said um, 2022 Q1, mm-hmm. but uh, depending on when you reserved yours, if you check, apparently a lot of people have been seeing that they might be getting them in December. Yeah, that's so the initial launch date. Early wave. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I got, where do you, I got where do you really, check that? On the page where you reserved, underneath the one you reserved, it should say, Expect today. I got shafted. Mine's uh, Q2 2022, so I'll be getting mine after everybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, me if too. you're lucky, you too. might get it in December. Did you guys try right when it launched, or was it an after-the-fact thing? Okay. After. Next day, actually. Yeah. I saw someone on Twitter, uh, like, as I was getting it for my morning stream, be like, hey, just snag my Steam thing, and I was like, oh, cool. Because when I went to check I the first like they were gone. I was like an hour. An hour late. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wonder what the amount of units was like the cutoff for December. We'll never know unless they put that info out there. Um, what else do we got going on? Skull and Bones. I was trying to find the, like, I was looking through all their website stuff. I'm, I'm not just sitting here silently not doing anything, just in case the audience wants to know. I was looking through the Steam thing to see if they say anything about the Steam library, like, limiting or uh, being limited on uh, to what you can play on this device, but didn't find anything. I don't see anything. It's just, I mean, your Steam library, anywhere. I, th- I, th- I think it, <laughs> I mean, I, I think the what they'll run into, like, is what Ko was saying. If the UI is not made for a screen that small, <clears throat> like, playing Final Fantasy on that is probably going to be a nightmare uh, with how small that UI, uh, how granular that's, some of that is. That's what UI. I'm saying. Yeah. You would, have to, you would have to basically, like, work with the company, most likely, to come up with some ways to get around that special steam versions for the just for the console yeah although if you're like in a hotel you could plug it into the tv or something as an output right true. yeah if you had the dock mm. do you even need the dock though to connect to maybe you probably don't know the answer to that i think you have to have the dock um for it to actually connect to something but final fantasy 14 you could probably use the like gamepad mode instead of the keyboard mode it should work just fine in terms of seeing that you're not gonna be able to read chat though that'll probably be the issue 
Uh, a USB-C hub is fine. Okay. USB-C to HDMI adapter is all you need. So you don't need the dock. That's cool. Pull up chat on your phone. Yeah. I mean, you guys don't play like your video games like this. That's no. how I play my handhelds. Like, the UI is fine if you hold it up. But <laughs> it's right on it's, your face. It's way big enough. It's actually, it's too big. Ah. It's too big. It's too <laughs> you big. want to shrink that UI down. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can still see it. Make it smaller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Skull and Bones, Kotaku put out a huge article talking about the eight-year development nightmare, as they call it in the article, uh, which has now entered alpha. Uh, the game is, is now entering into a, a hey, new better state. better be damn good. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. The, the article is, is, uh, pretty, it's very in-depth. It, it does not, it's one of those things where... I think if you read the article and you come out of it thinking like, oh, this thing, this game's going to go off without a hitch. <laughs> like, you've got blinders on. There's no way that game comes out and uh, does not have some sort of issue with it. But we will see. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff uh, within that Kotaku article. Um, but the biggest point, the biggest takeaway from it was that the game has entered uh, via a statement out of uh, Ubisoft, a passing alpha. Uh, since their last update. So uh, they're also excited to share more details when the time is right. Definitely go check out that uh, that article if you want kind of a uh, uh, peek behind the veil of, of game development because uh, there's a lot going on. They have a lot of like ex-developers coming in and talking about all the issues that plagued it. Um, they talk about like Ubisoft Singapore, which was developing it at one point, and the idea that the government was upset because they if they like cancel the game, then that means lost jobs. Uh, and so like, it, it gets Ooh. real, it gets real crazy. Yeah. Uh, with that whole thing. So, uh, did you guys see the story about the warehouse in Ukraine packed with PS4s? The PS4 one. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was a crazy article, uh, that Eurogamer.net put out. There was a warehouse in Ukraine packed with literally thousands of PS4s. I can show you an image of it. Um, and the PS4s. Yeah, so it got raided, uh, and the, oh. the way that they got raided was even the way they got caught was even more ridiculous. But it was it was a FIFA Ultimate Team bot farm. They were farming FIFA Ultimate Team, and then selling that uh, currency on the like black market. Essentially, they were selling. There was basically a gold seller operation. Mm. Uh, and the way that I they thought got, you were going to say Bitcoin, I was fully convinced this was a Bitcoin story. No, that's that's I think that's what the the feds thought it was, was Bitcoins. Um, yeah. But the way that they got caught was they were in an abandoned warehouse and they weren't paying for their power. And so the power bill skyrocketed oh, coming out of this place. And that's why they got caught is because they were pulling wow, so much wow. power. It was <laughs> uh, it was thirty eight hundred game consoles in this thing it's kind of um, crazy like this is this story is really common of like abandoned factories pulling power and they don't seem to catch them for a good couple months minimum like they get they get wow, the whole that's operation clean oh look it's at a, that it's it's a, yeah i agree stripping it's an incredible setup that they, they like they know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to this setup. how were they doing it like it was ai run? it was it was run by oh. a pc so a pc was running all of these ps4s through um, they, they detail it in there. Um, 
So it was uh, PS4 Slims, all controlled by PCs, uh, running bots. They were farming Ultimate Team for profit. Um, in the game, there's a coin called a foot coin or something, F-U-T coin. Um, and you can spend real-world money on the loot boxes in hope of uh, obtaining the high-value cards, or you can play the game for months on end to save up that currency to buy these coins. Um, or you can buy coins on the black market. Uh, 40,000, uh, FUT coins would cost you a couple of quid. Sam, can you translate that? And is that just a couple of dollars? Is that what that means? Five bucks. Five yeah. bucks. Okay. Um, to put it into context, Lionel Messi's 99 rated summer stars card currently costs around 1.5 million FUT coins on the PlayStation oh. auction house. Um, and so they were just farming that. Uh, they also said they found 500 video cards, 50 processors, draft documentation on the electricity consumption accounting, as well as notebooks, phones, and flash drives in the warehouse. Just an insane story, though, uh, that that was what was being farmed instead of cryptocurrency. So I think if you if you played WoW back in the day, though, this was not that surprising, right? Because like China's, <laughs> been, China's been doing this for <laughs> decades yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so little... Little uh, wild story. That's on Eurogamer.net if you want to read it. Um, then the other uh, semi-big story is that Netflix has, not in an official capacity, but out of a report, uh, they're going to start doing video games at no added mostly cost. Mostly mobile. In the next year. Yeah. Oh, was, was that the, the granular? Was that it's mostly mobile That's stuff? That's what I heard. Yep. <clears throat> uh, it says Netflix is... That's going to be the focus, I think. Netflix is expected to van uh, expand into video games on its service... At no extra cost within the next year, winding uh, from its bedrock business of TV shows and movies is the world's biggest subscription video service. According to a report by Bloomberg, uh, it would move Netflix into major entertainment segment game at blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it also confirmed uh, last Wednesday that it had hired uh, Oculus, Electronic Arts, and Zynga executive Mike Verdu as a vice president of games development. So that's their end. I think that's maybe why... Uh, you said it was was mobile because it was a Zynga executive, so makes sense, I suppose. But yeah, big market. I guess they got tired of saying it's the Netflix of video games, and now they're just gonna actually make their own Netflix of video. No, games. we're the Netflix of video <laughs> games. Says Netflix. Dang it. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I suppose. Uh, I think that's it for for big news. Any anything that you guys uh, heard about the past week? You want to float into the news section? Oh, the really, really? No, it's that it's just it's just hot the hot goss with that 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 chair company that posted that fucking dumb that dumb tweet. Oh yeah, yeah. The and then just got yeah. fucking slapped. Yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, I don't, I don't know who. Like, really how stupid. do they put in charge of this shit? I know, I like do a how, better job. How you would think that's okay in any type of PR position is just it's mind blowing. Yeah, it's absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, to, to expand on the story, there was a uh, yeah. popular chair manufacturer by the name of Vertigear. Um Well, I say popular. I don't like, is, do, do they do a lot of business? I, is it just there's, like one of those? There are a dime a dozen these days for those chairs, yeah. man. I mean, they're all out of the same Chinese manufacturer at the end of the day. I mean, so. this is the thing that put them in my, put that name in my brain. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, they had some, uh, some terrible tweets uh, come out and then issued an apology uh, that was, you know, kind of your like token brand apology on Twitter. And then they just got absolutely massacred because people went back 
and just found more tweets that celebrated how yeah. great a uh, <laughs> job that, that uh, social media manager had done. Uh, <laughs> I know, uh, I know a few really guys used to do this for a living, and essentially they just grab a young person that they think right. knows what's hip, yeah. and then it's yeah. a pretty low-paid job to run that Twitter account. So it's literally just Do you like play game. video games? Great. Here's our game Twitter. Yeah. 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 Yeah, as long well, as the numbers go up, like, you're good. Make web, post whatever you want. Yeah. They're, uh, they're behaving on Twitter as if it's Reddit. Like, you can't do that. You can't behave on Twitter as if it's Reddit because on Reddit, you say, you know, the word retard about, you know, uh, stock, people who buy stocks and stuff like that. It's a meme that goes around. Right. Then they post it on Twitter. It's like, ha ha, funny, right? They're like, not here, bro. That's not where you do this. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's just, I mean, it's common sense, man. Like, I have that much common sense and that I don't have that much. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> um, a little bit of news today, oh, but I, what were we going to say? The, the, just one, one last funny thing. Okay. Uh, about the, the Kotaka review call. It's like the game shit. Like, this is, oh, the was, XCOM game. That yeah. was funny as fuck, dude. And what, what aspect? The fact that like, it became a huge story or the fact that that was just the yeah. article oh, all, just all of it just, just, oh. just the fact that they were like yeah yeah that looks like a good headline go ahead they've had a lot of go like really it. aggressive headlines uh the past like month or so um i think they're they're losing their uh their traffic so they need to do something this is their last ditch effort yeah i heard a lot of the, the good writers have left in the last few months as well. well they also just got like a new editor-in-chief as well so for that to like come out under their watch is not a a, uh, a great start um, mm. off of that, but it was without a doubt it was like one hundred and one percent of a clickbait headline uh, right out of the gate, um, which you know take it or leave it in terms of if you're for or against it. But there's one way to look at it and say like I don't need to read the article; it's shit. Next thing, let's move on, right? So it's kind of even bad clickbait in that sense, where it tells you everything you need to know just from the tweet alone. So that whole thing happened. Uh, that was like Monday or Tuesday. That was all over Twitter. Um, that being said, also too bad for XCOM. Yeah. Like that game, even though the article and everything was kind of hilarious, that game sounds pretty terrible. It did. Um, it doesn't sound like great. Complete, like complete IP farming kind of crash. It mobile a, game. It's, an IP, it's an IP farm. Yeah. 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 It doesn't honor the, the game at all. Yeah. Really too bad. Doesn't sound great. Um, the other bit of news that was kind of circling this morning, I think it's somewhat of a developing story, so we won't necessarily say anything is set in stone. Uh, Amazon launched, uh, if you've been on Twitch, this is all not news to you. Uh, Amazon launched New World yesterday, uh, as 99% of the streamers are playing it currently. <laughs> and uh, it's bricking 3090s because of an uncapped FPS. Uh, what I think, what I read is most likely it was in the launch menu. Uh, and it was just skyrocketing, skyrocketing 3090s to unseen heights. And uh, a couple of streamers and a couple of customers have also said that their 3090 is just absolutely fried. Um, yeah. It's an uncapped FPS issue affecting primarily EVGA cards. Yep. So, yep. and uh, somebody in my chat earlier said that it was also affecting gigabytes, but uh, that was a, a one guy unconfirmed report. So, not sure. But it looks like it has to do with an uncapped FPS in the menu that can be fixed if you restrict it to 60. But, I mean, even then, like, if you have a 30, a coveted 3090, I mean, up to you if you want to risk that, I guess. But right. thankfully, EVGA is a great company to have something go wrong with your card. I don't know if they've confirmed it, but I'm 
pretty certain yeah, you would be able to address that issue and and get out replacements and stuff. But yeah, yeah menus have gone to like nine nine thousand plus FPS or something. Jeez, just just melting your card. <laughs> is, is it just thirty nineties that are doing it, or is it like the thirty eighties? Thirty eighties and thirty nineties, but specifically like EVGA stuff. I think. I th- okay. Yeah, I think it's primarily thirty nineties. Um, okay, at least that I the cool. uh, Destiny streamer Glad. Uh, who was streaming it was one I saw a handful of other streamers as well um, that all had 3090s that they said was just straight done. Uh, there is a forum post on uh, forum.newworld.com. Um, and I think they have some customer service reps in there um, kind of talking about uh, saying exactly what Co said, where you need to cap your FPS to 60 um, in order to fix that. So not good. Uh, oh, they also locked the, th- Okay. So they locked the customer game support thread. And at the end, uh, Ironsmith Albert, who is a member of the customer support for the game, says, Hi, folks. Thank you all for sharing your reports on this problem. We're tracking this issue down. And now in the following thread, there's possible solutions shared already. So please refer to this case in case you need more assistance. And then in that, they said, Disable the overrides in the driver settings. Make sure you press apply. Restart the game client. Uh, cap your FPS as well. Prevent issues with the GPU's utilization. Go to settings, visual, max FPS, set the 60, blah, blah, blah. Uh, additionally, please be sure to check in uh, your NVIDIA control panel under, they get very granular here, manually 3D settings, program settings, select new world, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, that's that. Definitely shitty, though, uh, to lose a $2,000 graphics card uh, to new world. Uh, and hopefully there's hundreds of them sitting around that they can send these send out to the people who have the problems. I do wonder how long these guys are going to be waiting for yeah. another card. I, I don't, I don't know if they well, it, like how they get into that queue, right? Because EVGA does have a queue to purchase a card, and I don't know if you're getting like a replacement if you skip to the front of that, or if you're put in the same. Like I don't, no they might be waiting a long time. You might be right about that. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I was just thinking, like, if you have a thirty ninety. I mean, you could. Probably, I mean, it's it's not going to be that that much of a financial like divot for you if you can afford the thirty nine in the first place because it's you know it's it's a luxury item, wouldn't you say? Yes, but you you can't always assume that people who can afford luxury items didn't save up for that for months or in some yeah. cases years and just yeah. got themselves. You're looking, like, you're looking at the passionate few, right, that have skimped yeah. and saved for that card, right? Uh, like most at risk. The average consumer isn't going to own a 3080 or 3090, but... Well, in, you know. in, in the case of a lot of the streamers, too, they might have done some sort of sponsor gig with um, mm-hmm. some company, NVIDIA, whatever, yeah. in order to get that, right? Uh, kind of like what you did, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, did I, said, hey, I, I played Watch Dogs 3 for my 3080. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, the only so way I can get a 3,000 card. Yeah. Sons of bitches. They're hard to come by. For sure. They, they <laughs> the only way easy. I could get one, I had, to, I had to buy a whole new PC, custom built. Is there yeah. any way I could get That's one? how I got my 3090. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. It's tough, for sure. Uh, anyways, let's uh, shift gears, talk some video games. Uh, yeah. Strip, and let's start with you. Because yeah. you've, you've actually played some new ones. I played uh, some stuff. Yeah. yeah. How is... Well, that's uh, only new ones. Well, no, you played, we, we, no one's talked about uh, Monster Hunter Stories. In fact, I feel like this game, um, in a lot of ways, is kind of 
gone under the radar of Twitch, but has also sold already a million copies. So people know that it exists because it's selling very fucking well. Uh, Dude, I've been singing this game's praises. This is, I think, my game of the year. I, I've heard I'm you say kidding. such things. Yeah. Really? Let's talk. Like what? Describe what? Good. Describe what we're looking at here. What's going on? So the original Monster Hunter Stories was on 3DS and mobile, and uh, it was essentially a a a monster battler style turn based game set in the Monster Hunter universe. And so they would use all the monsters from the Monster Hunter games, and you could find the eggs, raise them, and then ride them, and you could battle other monsters. And there's a whole storyline and stuff. Yeah. That was a long time ago, so this is a new one. Um, whole new storyline. There's a couple of characters that are like related to the first game, but you don't need to play it. Um, but this game is just so polished, uh, like fully voiced, huge uh, 20 hour story. Um, there's a post game high rank style content system, like from the actual Monster Hunter games. They've tried to like remain true to all the monsters, so all the monsters you might have fought in Monster Hunter and enjoyed fighting. They like keep those characteristics. It's just a really, really solid game. And I, I was like hopping on Pokemon a little bit and I was saying like Pokemon is like this billion dollar franchise and they just can't get a single video game right. There's always <laughs> problems. And like they just nail everything in this game. It feels so good. It looks so good. Um, it's on PC, on Steam. Uh, the port is great. It's 144 FPS. Uh, runs real nice on the there's a switch version and the the frame rate is a bit eh, but you know it's portable so yeah i guess you know you get what you get with a switch but man i i love this game i have a hundred hours in this game already um and i'm still playing the end game stuff it's really fun they've already got a, a huge roadmap for it they've already had free content updates and new monsters and stuff uh there's 215 monsters in the game at launch, and i think 130 of them you can tame so there's like a lot of content there what does um, what and it's like this what does tame mean when you say tame that means like fight for so you the, ride it's not, yeah it's not like pokemon where you throw a pokeball the way you like get monsters is you will go into dens and you like they're basically like uh roguelike procedurally generated dungeons and they'll have an, a big nest at the end and you can go in and search for an egg and you have a chance to get a shiny rare egg and those rare eggs might have better genes and the way the game becomes addicting is um, all these monsters have these, uh, they have a, a three by three grid, which is like a gene pool. And so you can take skills from other monsters and put them into your monster. So you could take, uh, you know, a, a flamethrower move from a Rathalos and put it into uh, a, a water monster or everything. So you can create all these custom move sets on these custom creatures. There's like all this build diversity, and then they've got PvP at endgame and. Um, like a lot of like cool PVE uh, and the end game is co-op. You can do co-op expeditions. And so you can run these dungeons, these randomly generated dungeons with friends to get rare monsters. And it's good, man. I really, really liked it. And uh, it's definitely a hidden gem. I think, especially if you're into like the, the, the turn-based like battler type games, like Pokemon and uh, the Temtem and all those other kind of, kind of games. Yeah. This is definitely like really cool. And if you're just into monster hunter in general, cause they stay really true to the, you know, the monster hunter universe and, uh, now, it's great. I really liked it. Voice acting's good. Music's good. I'm pretty far removed from the uh, the whole Monster Hunter world. Not no pun intended. Um, why would you Why would you call this a hidden gem? Is this not like is this like a side release or what? What 
makes this first like, game a, less a well known, long, I guess. The first game is just not known at all. Um, and I would say, like, to this game, people don't really know what Monster Hunter Stories is. I had a lot of people coming in and being like, wait, is this a is this a monster battler, but in the Monster Hunter universe? And I'm like, yeah. I think it, I don't know if I don't think they advertised it that much. And like like JP said, it you know, it's not popular on Twitch either. So it's kind of like uh, I know Dan's gaming played it, and a couple other guys tried it as well. Dan's really liking it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think also it's you know it's come out at a time when like you know the new worlds and Ashes of Creation and all these big things are dropping, and there's a new PoE and all this kind of stuff. And I think it got yeah. buried in all the new releases as well. But really, really good game, very polished, uh, hidden gem. I really liked it. Cool, surprising good. <laughs> yeah, how much uh, you, you kind of mentioned the. If you just like Monster Hunter, you can jump into this. What if you like mm. Monster Monster Hunter, but you hate Pokemon? <laughs> um, I had a few people that said it was they didn't mind that it was fine because yeah. it it doesn't play the same way. The way the combat works is it's a rock paper scissors system. So you have power, technical, and speed attacks, and you basically have to predict what your enemy is going to do and react. And so if you guess the rock paper scissors system right, you do bonus damage. If you guess it wrong, you take damage, and if you tie, you both take damage. So you can see at the bottom that's got like the red icons, the uh, the green icons, the blue icons. So it's all this guessing game where you're thinking, okay, my enemy is enraged, so I think he's going to use a power move, and then you're trying to like predict it. So it's this fun little like it's not like Pokemon with like twelve types and all this nonsense. It's just like a basically like an elaborate rock paper scissors game, but there's a lot of depth to it. Does that? You know, that's. We never talked about that, JP. You, I mean, you sing the praises of, of Persona Five and stuff, but there's a huge Pokemon aspect of that. Did you not like do any of that? You know, collecting the the uh, I, I mean, I, and whatnot. I did, but it it was the type of thing where it was like you know, looking up a guide slash having chat say like, get this, this, and this, breed it with that, make the best. Okay, now you you've got the best. You're good to go, right? Um, is there the same thing in this game stripping? Um, there's no, there's not really a thing of like breed the like breed the best. You kind of okay. just make something that you think is great. You can, you know, improve on the skills a monster already has, or you can just give him different ones and kind of, you know, or you can okay. be like, hey, this is my monster that specializes in the rock in the rock paper scissors, and this is my scissors monster. Or you can say this is a monster that does all three, but not quite as well. And, so there's that mix. But like there's there's some nice quality of life stuff in there. You can speed the combat up to times three with just the click of a button. Um so if you like you know, you don't want to watch all the cutscenes and you want to breeze through the combat, you can just speed that kind of stuff up. Mm. Um they've got like yeah, it's just a lot of quality of life stuff that these games normally leave out that just makes it really enjoyable, I think. What's the uh is yeah. there is there like a big bad? Like the 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 penultimate or sorry the ultimate yeah. monster. So not penultimate. like any monster hunter game, there is there is a secret big bad at the end of the story. Okay. You get to fight and it's very cool. Um, and there's a lot of cameos from big bads in the past and all that kind of stuff. They they do a really good job of just like putting in monsters from every single monster hunter game over the last decade. So um, yeah, there's like I don't know time base isn't for everyone. If it is, I would recommend the game definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this a full like sixty dollar product? I think it is, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not like a, a small side thing. Um, does it have anything where if you play this, you get stuff and 
Monster Hunter Rise or World, and if you play those, yeah, you get stuff if you're on the Switch, they've got a crossover where if you own Rise, you get like some cool outfits and vice versa. Um, I'm assuming it will be on PC, but Rise isn't on PC yet. It's coming later. Oh, so. right, right. Yeah, um, a lot of people said like, would you recommend this game over Rise? And I honestly said, if you like Monster Hunter, I would recommend this game over Rise because nice. Rise is kind of lacking in content right now. It really struggled during the COVID kind of window. And um, they normally come out with a G-rank version of those games, which has like double the content a year down the line. So uh, I think this game has a lot more content and uh, it's cool. Is the story good or is it what you would expect from like a, is it like a JRPG story? What are we talking? Very J, very JRPG. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought it was really good though. Um, the voice acting's great. It, 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 it's a silent protagonist type deal. Mm. So you have this little cat that does the talking for you, and he's annoying as shit. I hated him so much. Let me see if I I'm going to be honest, but <laughs> he's from the first game, I guess. He's a carryover. As long as you can stomach him, you'll have a good time. This might all be in-game stuff. I don't know if he'll pop up here. Is this, uh, yeah, is this one of the is, in-game most... dungeons? The, like, wherever you're at here, this uh, ice cave? It could possibly be. If I'm playing with someone else, it would be an in-game dungeon um no this looks like this is just story mode stuff oh okay um but end game dungeons are like roguelike procedurally generated dungeons um it's i don't know if you guys played the the pokemon sword and shield the new one um but it has the same vibe where the enemies walk around on the overworld and you walk into them if you want to fight them so you can avoid stuff whenever you want to sure uh, and then you have like a big boss at the end kind of kind of job voice acting good yeah. apart from that cat voice acting is good i i think it has a really nice gameplay loop uh it's quite addicting if you like these kind of games um but yeah i mean turn-based games aren't for everybody and a lot of people prefer that the action that is actual monster hunter um but that was really good cool can you use a dolphin as a projectile in this game <laughs> you i mean there's a shark you can use that giant shark as a projectile close enough okay that'll do yeah <laughs> not no totsugekis not bad well cool uh, have they? You said they do have a roadmap for supporting this, right? Down the line. Yeah, they have a roadmap on their Twitter. Um, a bunch of new content updates. They're looking at coming out with uh, four-person raids, so you can do some co-op raids oh, nice. with your friends and monsters. Um, and uh, they've got like some some cool monsters from World and, and other games that are like expected to come as well. Nice. Uh, going down your uh. Your recent broadcast here, Strip, and I, I've tuned in a lot. Uh, how's the XCOM going? Is it? Are you still? Is it's that XCOM. still max tilt? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've recently been um, punishing myself. I built a, a 530 mod mod pack <laughs> with all the hardest mods I could think of, and I've been playing through the game on uh, the hardest difficulty. Um, and I added a RPG mod to the soldiers, so they get random skills and. You basically like skill them up like you would uh, an RPG, um, and it's just been a living nightmare, honestly. And the only people having fun are chat um, <laughs> most of the time. But uh, yeah, my last run ended because I missed a ninety-nine percent shot on a soldier, and then my squad got wiped for it. And then uh, I haven't played it since because I'm salty. You get it? Well, yeah. Sounds like uh, that being anybody salty. Sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. is it confirmed? by anyone any source that you can actually fucking win this uh baru <laughs> has beat it 
with all these the only, same mods. Same difficulty mod packs, yeah. He's the yeah, only okay. person I, I know in the world that has done it. <laughs> nice. Is it, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't think I ever will. I'm too impatient. Oh, do you just uh, get into the match? Do you just get into the maps and start I, flying? I just play. I just play like a psycho. Yeah, and you know, it, it, I my my mentality is often: if that thing dies, then I will live, and then I'll miss, and then it's too late. Yeah. So I see what that's you're saying. Me. You you don't weigh yeah. the the percentages. You're just like, oh, that's above ninety. I really don't. I don't really think JP at all. Um, so, <laughs> at all. Yeah. You know, point Got and it. shoot. Got kind it. Of thing. Got it. Yeah, well, that's fun. Can uh, if people want to try this out themselves, do, is your mod post somewhere? Yeah, yeah the, the mod packs on Steam. You can just search stripping, and if you want to uh, try your hand at suffering, the mod pack is available for you to get. Uh, there's a bunch of fun uh, voice mods and cosmetic mods and stuff in there just to, to spice it up. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's a uh, it's like 11 gigs of mods, so it's not <laughs> it's not a small pack. But nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you wanna if you uh, if you hate yourself, check it out. <laughs> uh to circle real quick back to uh monster hunter stories too there's a demo available i think both on pc and there's, switch there's a free curious. demo yeah. on the switch and on steam yep. and your save data if you end up enjoying the demo will carry over to the main game yeah and the demo is actually the first whole island so it's a pretty huge demo it's like 10 hours of content nice yeah uh, i figured so, it. yeah if you're interested should let people uh, there was know one there's one other game i played this week called wildermyth oh yeah, oh, yeah. You guys how is that you like it all? Really, really good, really fun game. Uh, I played five person co op. Uh, I forced four friends to play with me, and we all made a person and controlled them and made terrible decisions. Uh, it's like a fantasy based XCOM, but with like a papercraft type art style. Um, it's really cool. It's really cool. Like uh, we had a guy that lost a, lost a limb, and then uh, we found a secret robot underground that gave him a a robot limb, and then his character became addicted to prosthetic and cut his own leg off and then got a robot leg and it just kind of snowballed wait is this the new rim world update what are you talking about i know right that sounds kind of awesome okay <laughs> it's not aware so of that. that's all built into just, there yeah yeah it's just like a it's a fantasy game that's like just it's all randomly generated and like anything can happen and uh it generates like these comic strips so like your characters have these unique dialogues and then you make choices and based on your choices there'll be different outcomes for your characters they might fall in love um, every chapter, depending on how well you performed, there's a period of peace and your characters will age and they'll actually reflect that. They'll get like white hair and they'll get older and eventually you'll have to like play as their children and they'll retire as adventurers. And so like your party changes over time. Um, and then the combat's kind of like XCOM inspired. There's a cover system. Um, there's a fun magic system. Um, it's like a time-based kind of grid system thing with the, the monsters. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So here I was playing with four other friends, and so we were all reading our own lines as they came up, and the lines were all randomly generated, so you never know what's going to say and to who. It's pretty cool. Is it tracking uh, everyone's you, mouse on the screen? It's tracking everyone's mouse on the screen, and the, the, the co-op is a little kind of iffy because anyone can click that button, and so initially we would have five people click next and skip five pages of dialogue, <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, no, where are we? Um, and during the combat, everyone would try turner. Yeah, everyone would try and move at the same time, and it would just be carnage. Um, so we ended up assigning a dedicated page turner, but uh, for the first hour or so, it was just absolute carnage. Um, so the the multiplayer is a cool concept, not quite there, um, but it's a lot of fun. But the single player is really cool. Uh, I played a couple of games off stream. Um, 
yeah, it's a lot of fun. So to, definitely a, a little hidden gem. To uh, to like put on my D and D hat for a sec. Does the game like serve as a DM then? And you're like all yes. players. Okay. Yes, essentially, yeah. And like even it will give you like three choices uh, in an, in a scenario, and it will roll a, a hidden dice to determine if you succeed or fail, uh, and what happens and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it's very much like the game as a DM, and you kind of you have this party of people, and you're kind of moving through the world. Cool. Does it, it uses uh, its own rule set? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, does it have any like guest passes, or is it everyone has to buy the full copy? It does have guest passes. Yeah. Oh wow! So you only okay. need one person owning the copy, and then if you join their game, you don't need to own the game. Uh, Damn. And there's a ton of campaigns. There's like 15 different campaigns you can play through as well. Wow. So yeah, that's awesome. It's cool. What uh what let me what does that run for? Twenty four ninety nine. Okay. I'm uh, looking at it. I'm it's I've avoided it because I I, I mean it, it doesn't jibe with me visually, but enough mm. people have said like good things about it that I think I'm gonna have to fucking look at it and try it and I'll probably like it. Like it, Slay the Spire was the same way. Like someone brought that up in my chat. Like I I, I looked at Slay the Spire and I was like I don't much care for this art style and then yeah, i became addicted to it and i just forgot the art style was even a part of the yeah so one of one of our characters just died here and so they get a choice uh they can choose to live with a permanent stat debuff uh or they can choose to die and do something to help the pie um so you can like choose to do one last hit and it will be a guaranteed crit or you can choose to give everyone armor before uh all this kind of stuff so you can kind of like choose how how you go out um these two characters actually fell in love even though they hated each other uh so yeah it was great they were just insulting each other for like the whole first chapter and then by the second chapter it was like they are lovers and we were like oh okay Uh, (laughs) it's just like real life yeah Yeah. (laughs) um yeah it's cool can you carry your choices uh, can you play like one character and bring it to every single campaign or do you get a new character every single one uh, you make uh, you make the character. You can either choose to have them randomly made, or you make them. I actually don't know because I made oh, a new character one. each time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you can bring uh, a character from another campaign. Gotcha. Um, um, but you could definitely remake them. Yeah, Jeff in my chat says the characters have retirement ages as well. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So like warriors level up faster than wizards because they're retired by like fifty, and wizards right. can be a wizard till they're ninety. Um, but you can do sometimes they'll the game will offer one of the characters a personal story quest. Completing that quest might increase your retirement age by ten years, um, and stuff like that. That's awesome. That sounds very good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. We, we might tuck this away for a, a DFG or something in the future. I'd be completely. I think, I think most of the standard campaigns start with three players, so you can oh, just nice. go into one and uh, make yourselves and have a little adventure. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, that is Wildermyth. For anyone uh, curious, uh, is is yeah. it only on Steam? Is is there any like switch or anything like that? I actually don't know. I do not know the answer to that. I think it's only on Steam. And yeah, j- their Platforms, website says Mac per- and Windows and Linux. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what their website says. So yeah, cool. Um, that's me. You also played Crowfall. Do you have five seconds on Crowfall? Like, what was it? Not did yeah. you like what? I'm interested yeah, if, to hear about you, this because I I know you, a few people are like super like this is the only game like I've 
No, a couple of people. Yeah, like I don't like excessive profanity and a couple of people are swearing by it and stuff. But. That's who I was talking about, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It, I, I don't know if you've ever played Albion Online. Sure. That came out. It was basically like an MMO where its focus was entirely um, economy player-based. So, like, you have to craft everything. Um, all the rare resources are out in PvP lands. And so you'd need PvP escorts to go and get the resources. And then you could get preyed upon by other PvP gangs. And it's one of those games that you just simply cannot play alone. Um, if you do not have, like, a guild or a group of people to play the game with, um, you cannot really do anything. <laughs> um, it's cool. The races are really cool. You can play, like, Minotaurs and Centaurs. Um, the combat is a little bit clunky, a little floaty. Um but it's it's good. It's okay. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think you know, for an early access MMO, it looks cool. Uh, I think it needs a bit more time in the oven, personally. Um, and again, it's definitely one of those games that you need. You definitely need a good guild of people to play with. Um, but yeah, it was it was okay. I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I hit max level. You can get to max level really quick. Um, they have this VIP system. Um, and the way they do it in the game is quite strange. You basically pay this kind of monthly subscription to get a VIP, and then you can boost a character to level 25 every 24 hours, um, with the max oh. level being uh, 30 to 35. 30 is the soft cap, and then uh, 35 is like the hard cap where you do a bunch of endgame stuff. So you can essentially nearly boost a character to endgame every day. Uh, so I guess they, they intend for you to have a lot of characters so that you can craft... Have a lot of different crafting specializations and huh um, okay. it was, it's kind of weird uh how they've done it but that's like their monetization model the games uh buy to play so you buy it once mm. and then there's no subscription fee right um but yeah it was uh it was okay i think it definitely needs more time um and i think the launch kind of went under the radar maybe because of all the new stuff coming out but i was playing it on the second day and they said there was only two thousand players or something Dang. so Definitely, definitely not super popular, yeah. and definitely quite niche for that. Those people that are really invested in the PvP side of MMOs. Yeah, it's one of those ones where I've kind of been following it uh, on Twitter and social media, and reading a couple of their updates. And I, mm. I never, it never had anything to like push me over to the edge to actually go play it. Um, yeah, I mean, I started playing it, and they, I found out the end game wasn't even in yet. I don't think the end game is actually in the game yet. So it's it's basically you hit end game and then you just craft and you prepare for the PvP continent to open up or something. Right. Um, right. So it de- I, I would I would definitely keep an eye on it, but I would wait. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh well cool. Zeke, what else have you been playing? I know did you are you done with Deus Ex? Is it over? Yep. Finished her up yesterday. Was it, uh, uh, what, did you start focusing on like main story then? You said there was a lot to do or did you just play a shit ton? No, I just, I just played it like all the way through. And I, I mean, I, I didn't rush it. I was, I was pretty thorough. Yeah. I think I ended up with, uh, I want to say 40 something hours. Damn. Okay. Something like that. Good run. On, and the Solid thing run. that really, the really the thing that really fucking surprised me about it was that how much content was on one CD-ROM. Like, there's there's a ton of shit. I would think they would have to split it up over a, a few 
discs, but apparently not. Yeah. Um, maybe the the technology in two thousand was the compression technology was better than I remember. Or should, I don't know. It should still only be like six or seven hundred <laughs> MB on on one disc back then. So crazy. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. There it is. Playtime. Yeah. Playtime forty one fifty two. So it took me about forty two hours, and I was very thorough. I made I made sure to get all like read every single newspaper, every single like like little kiosk little thing that you uh have the like the news of wherever the wherever you're at to so you go to a little kiosk and it's like news in Paris, this is what's happening, or that kind of shit. So I, I read all those, read all the books that I found, um, read all the emails, every single one I read them out loud and all that shit. So Yeah. That's that probably added quite a bit of time, but also um Something I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't count on or didn't expect uh, was that the most uh, valuable currency in the game is skill points, and the way you get skill points is uh, well, completing t- uh, tasks like our uh, goals and stuff, but also exploring. So it really behooves you to uh, run around and like find little like nooks and crannies and stuff. So I did a lot of that. Um, what they also don't tell you is, uh, after a while, skill points are kind of like, if you wanna, like, (laughs) it's like, it becomes like a mood point. Like, do you want more skill in lock picking? I mean, you got this augment that just, you can just bust down doors and, and locks. You can just take your fucking laser sword, pump up your muscle and just bust that chest open. You don't need a lock pick. If that doesn't work, you always got the gep gun. You can always just rocket that fucking door open if you want. <laughs> so, like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to put any more points in lock picking. Yeah. Like, what about, uh, do you want to put any more points in, in hacking? I'm like, eh, I could just blow up the lasers where the lasers are coming at. Like, <laughs> most of the problems that skill points uh, present or that solve can also be solved with a rocket launcher. Like, seriously, with the Gep gun. I can think of a lot of problems that could be solved with a rocket launcher, you know? If Very really, true. Yeah. It's kind of a Swiss army knife of uh, projectile weapons, if you think it. About was. It was. Like, honestly, yeah. that was the best. I'm, I, like, played the uh, totally blind, no spoilers, uh, started the game, played the game all the way through. Uh, that was the best accidental, like, thing. They were like, what weapon do you want? I was like, give me the rocket launcher. Didn't know how fucking useful that thing would be throughout the entire game. <laughs> That thing was the best purchase. I swear, if I had the laser sword and the gep gun, that's all I'd need for the whole game. I don't need to do any more skills, nothing. Yeah. It's just fine. Um, because you need the you need at least the laser sword for the underwater parts because you can't fire the rocket underwater and thing. Anyway. I, I could fire uh, a rocket launcher. Give me a rocket launcher. I'll go jump in a pool. <laughs> you give me a rocket launcher and give me a couple days, I'll fire that fucker <laughs> underwater. <laughs> you bet your ass. Very true. Yeah, uh, right. But here's the thing: like, is it, is it, does it, did it live up to the hype? Yes, it, it absolutely did. Um, it surprised me, uh, in in many different ways. Um, one of the ways that surprised me a lot was, um, the little things they don't tell you that affect stuff later in the game. Like, if you don't choose to save this person, you won't get this dialogue thing later in the game and there's several moments like that that uh kind of 
like wove themselves in the story and i was i was really surprised um that they had the, that it was that intricate and I, I i i really dug it um the language in the game i made this this comment several times whoever was writing some of the emails and books and so had a fucking like dog-eared thesaurus like sitting right next to his keyboard is like bad all right let's see we can get do better than bad malicious <laughs> that's a good one like you know like just choosing the best words in the situation like several times i had to look up the definitions i was like i have never seen that word you made it up nope it's okay it's a it's a actual used word okay i learned a new word good i probably i probably like learned like at least a dozen new words just playing this game uh whether it be techno babble that i thought was techno babble was actually a real thing um or just like really like you know ten dollar words vocabulary words yeah uh, that i never heard before but the other thing that i really liked was how much like after like living through uh uh covid and and uh you know a quarantine and all that shit like this has some very similar like correlations like to their story because they talk about there's a there's a, a disease in there called the Great Death and it's like a pandemic it's spreading all over there's riots and all this kind of shit and I was like this is fucking eerie sometimes a it's, it's crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's all created by the government yeah I mean that's true <laughs> I mean that's very you know very yeah. on point right totally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the game is great. It, it will it be like people ask us, like you know, jokingly ask, "Is this your favorite game of all time?" Now, like it is, probably, like it it probably won't ever be, <laughs> and it probably won't like crack like you know top games for me of all time because for that to happen, I have to. It has to have some sort of new revelation. I would have had to play it when it when it was new. Yeah, uh, that like makes sense. I was I, I made the I made the the correlation to to um to Morrowind. Like Morrowind is one of my favorite games of all time, but that's because I played it when it was new, and I had no idea the world it had in store for me. You know, if I went back and never played it and played it now, I'd be like, it's good, but like, man, it's clunky. You know, <laughs> or you know, shit like that. Like that's the same thing with this. Like I can I can totally put myself in that mindset and go, holy shit, this must have been revolutionary back in the day. Yeah. But I've already played all the games that this that copied this one. So a lot of the stuff wasn't like brand new to me, you know. Sure. So but it's fucking excellent. Uh if you have, I didn't and I played it vanilla, by the way. I played it like straight up vanilla, even I played it three by four. Like I played it in in, you know, how most people because I wanted to play it like most people played it their first time. So I played it in three by four with the whatever resolution. No mods, no nothing, no packs. It was, but it, and still held up. I mean, I played it for forty-one hours. Like, dude, there's something, something there. So, yeah. Are you gonna play the critically acclaimed Deus Ex Invisible War next? Mm -mm. What game is that? That game doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> what That's why I was curious. <laughs> no, I got that question a lot. Are you gonna play the franchise now? Are you gonna play the other? Like, no, I it's am not. so good though. No, I know, but I'm going. I mean, I've heard, I've heard it's critically acclaimed, yeah. but uh, I'm not. I, I, I very rarely do I play a franchise back to back to back to back. Like, 
I need more variety than that. Me personally, not even just my stream, which my stream does benefits from that too. Right. But me personally, I don't want to jump right into another fucking Deus Ex game. I can't do that. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna probably check out a couple of like newer games. Maybe my maybe Wilder Myth. Now that you know, Wilder Myth, not Wilder Myth. Stripping, you know, put the you know the tip me over the tipping point. I'll give that a look, but yeah, I might play him down like the a line bad thing, sometime. Man. But yeah, In- influencers got influence. I'm influencing. Yeah, That's he's me. influencing. That's you have influenced me. I just hope you haven't influenced Co too much, so I can play it first before. I- <laughs> Don't worry, he's playing 14 now. His soul is gone. Yeah, no, his soul's gone. We already we took oh, care right. of that. We have it. Yeah. We already Fair have enough. it. Yeah. Fair enough. On. Yeah. Destroyed. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh. Was it Wildermyth, not Van Wildermyth? Yes, it's not Van <laughs> Wildermyth. Okay. No. okay. <laughs> uh, jump real quick to talk POE, then we're going to jump back to Andy Sunday. Co, did you watch any of the announcements for POE stuff? Yeah, a little bit. I actually skipped to the video and checked out like all the changes and stuff they're making. They are reinventing a lot of that. It's going to be a weird so, week. End. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm doing a sponsored look at it at some point. Yeah, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to be. It's going to be interesting. I, uh, I was talking with Ziz last night. Uh, I, I've never spoken with Ziz and, uh, it'd been the week of POE launch and him just being like, Oh God, (laughs) those patch notes, uh, were a little grim, uh, and the game is, it's going to feel a lot different, uh, come Friday, I think. Um, so we'll see how that goes. It'll be an interesting league for sure. It's going to be more interesting to see how the community responds to it. Honestly, like yeah. I'm, I'm looking for, it's going to be crazy, crazy. I think it'll probably be pretty split, right? Like, uh, I think that there's people that like their, their POE to be fast and, you know, absurd amounts of damage and very little risk in a lot of ways than whatever this weekend's going to be is, is not necessarily that, um, but it all could just be fine. We'll, we'll have to kind of see how it plays out, but. Those patch notes were grim. They they took a they took a knife to like everything in the game and, and nerf damage all the way around and speeds down and it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that it's goes. It's a rebalance patch. It's like it's like uh when MMOs eventually get out of control with their damage numbers and they have to crunch everything back down. It's yeah. it, it's reminiscent of that. Yep. They were like, There's too much creep and we gotta do something about it, and this is our what we're gonna do. Yep. It'll be interesting to see. I'll be checking that out on Friday, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Somebody just said, think of the hardcore community. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Dude, yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah. They've already up damage across the board, right? So I, And they've they've up damage of the the enemies in the game, but decreased damage of, of the players. So it, it might create more build diversity, though, which would be cool. That's the goal, right? That's what they're wanting. Uh, that's what good, they're going yeah. for. Yeah, that's what Chris is hoping that they they have uh, done but we'll see it's it's gonna have to take a lot of players i think to like smash their it's one thing when the the dev teams are like this you probably shouldn't play this build the players are gonna be like well, fuck you i'm gonna play this build then they're gonna smash their head against the wall and be like shit i shouldn't have played this this, this is not it's kind of nerfed to oblivion <laughs> so it's a perfect time for me to start playing because i'll be like this is great guys and all the poe players will be like no it isn't yeah Stop liking this. It's terrible. Stop liking, liking the game. You're making them think this was a good decision. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. 
It's also coming out at that like the summer releases for PRE. I I think I have no actual data to back this up, but from the outside looking in, I feel like those are usually the most played leagues because there's not much else around them when it comes to game releases. Um, so for them to kind of choose this experiment uh, in the middle of uh, or the end of July, rather, um, it it could go uh, awry. It, it could not be the correct decision, but. God, watch this be the first time they roll back a league or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll be able to find out pretty quickly. Uh, people will be watching the like uh, amount of players or whatever on Steam, right? And and being like, look, we were right. No one's going to play the goddamn game. Fix it. Turn it back. Um, and- I think it's cool that they're taking risks. Totally. So, yeah, you, you can't fault them for that. Every season they try and you know make it different and interesting in some way. Yeah. Sometimes they might miss the mark, but I think I still commend them for it. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk about that next week on on what the uh, how the patch went. So we'll see how. Full we indie Sunday. Yeah. Have you guys seen the new Guilty Gear character DLC trailer? I'm watching it after this. I'm, I saved my reaction for uh, for the stream, so I know who it is. And I but shall I'm not say, I video. shall say no more. Yeah, I'm very excited. Okay. Very excited. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw who it was and everything, I, but I haven't seen any of the footage yet. So, yeah, does he look good? Is it does it is it good type? I'll be maining him. He looks amazing. Yeah, but you switch really characters good. more than. Yeah, but I've been looking for my guy, and I think this is my guy. Okay, okay? all He's right, my guy. okay, okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. All right. <laughs> it looks really cool. The roadmap's great. Okay, uh, all right, the, okay, all right. Okay, the next okay. character's coming next month. <laughs> which is even cool. That's your new main. <laughs> the yeah, I'll probably swap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do Indie Sunday here, Zekers. We've got, uh, I'm just going to go in the order that I have them open. It might not have been the order that you played them. Uh, the first one is Of Bird and Cage. Yep. Uh, of Bird and Cage is, uh, it was kind of, I mean, it was kind of a disappointment, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <Sorry>. first of all, <laughs> I saw his name <laughs> for the new Guilty Gear character. Yeah. <laughs> It says it's a uh, of Bird and Cage is a unique metal album presented through a two-hour-long story-driven game. Well, first of all, first things first, uh, it ain't like no metal I ever heard. <laughs> is this some it's, of that new metal? It's music. Don't get me wrong, but it—I mean, it'd be a stretch to call it metal. Okay. Uh, I think there might have been one metal-ish song in the however long. How long did I play? One hour. Yeah. I think there was like one metal ish song that I played in there. Um but uh <laughs> what they don't tell you in the blurb there or in the tags of music, female protagonist female protagonist, interactive fiction in 3D is that it gets dark. Like oh, I yeah. thought it was gonna be like metal, yeah, metal album we're gonna be doing fire and stuff. And no, it, there's there's like mm, there's like abuse and drug addiction and and metal like stuff music, that, really? They throw you, but they throw you into this like immediately. Like it's just like, <laughs> okay. there's really not a lot of warm up. It's like the first thing you do is like, hey, your drug dealer's here and you need drugs. How are you going to pay him without any money? And you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I mean, that's one of the first things. So I wasn't expecting that. Not that it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like. I mean, I read the, the, the you know the, something maybe you should include in like the, the elevator pitch. 
of the game. Uh, sure. But anyways, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it was it's okay. The music is not terrible. It's not metal, but it's not bad. Okay. Um, I didn't actually play like a whole like a whole lot of it because it's it's not there's not a lot of game elements. It's more like a Telltale game. Uh, you go around, you make choices. You have uh, well, this this is your you drink uh, the tequila and you play a quick time game. Um, I mean that's yeah. what happens when I drink tequila. I yes, in order to get drunk, I often have to uh, repeatedly spam a button, tap yeah. it at the right time, and or hold it. Yep, that button before I can get drunk. That's true. Um, <laughs> true. The one thing I, I did I did kind of like about this was it it uh, some of the, some of the quick time events like you would do uh, quick time things. Uh, like a, you would be tapping with one finger and then like you'd have to hold with another finger and then you'd have to like you know switch it up that was kind of cool they kind of uh it wasn't just like one button or hold a button it was like you know they kind of put a little uh variety in there which i like um but i mean I, there's not really a lot to say to it. it i think you can if you if you go watch the trailer on on steam i think they have probably have some of the music playing um if and if you like that kind of music you might like the game I will say one of the cool things is uh, we made sure or one of my mods um, looked up. It is stream safe. Um, there's no DMCA oh, the music. music. They said they said That's it cool. is absolutely uh, fine to, to stream and play on on every platform. So cool. That was neat. Yeah. Right. What does uh, a bird and cage cost? Uh, it is uh, $14.99. And uh, you can get that. Uh, and the soundtrack, if you want, for 1953. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, hmm. The next one's an interesting way of uh, spelling a word. It's uh, Nemesis Mystery Journey 3. Nemesis. Yeah, I know. Nemesis. And it's the third one in the, uh, the, the series, I guess. I never played the other two. Yeah. But I saw this, and it was it, it looked like it was right up my alley because it's a a puzzle game, uh, exploration, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a okay. Nemesis: Mysterious Journey Three is a puzzle adventure game with countless brain teasers, in which two tourists find themselves engaged in a series of mysterious events. The puzzle designer is Roland Pantola, creator of critically acclaimed adventure titles such as Ria and the Schism series. But, uh. This is for puzzle people who like who enjoy uh, exploration, real life, like like puzzles like this that 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 change up the uh, the way the puzzles are solved. It's not like um 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 the uh, it's the, it's the uh, the puzzle game that uh, the witness. Oh, um, it's oh, not okay. like the witness where it's like it's a similar puzzle every time. It, but like different rules are thrown in or different whatever this is like completely different setups for completely different puzzles every time um i am playing this on my own time like huh. i love these kind of games like i love just sitting there the reason why i'm not streaming it is because the last puzzle i solved took me like an hour of just going like <laughs> fucking, that doesn't make sense though no but the the light but the light comes on when i hit that but when I press it more times, it doesn't change it. What the? F so that there's a lot of that. Just mm. 
And I, I mean, I love that feeling, like, of just being fucking stumped. And then when you get it, it's so satisfying. Um, right. I, there was a couple of puzzles in the game that uh, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. There's some... It's tough to create a puzzle game with different puzzles in it that doesn't have at least a little teaspoon of bullshit. Um, like, one of them was... Uh, <laughs> there were two similar-looking things side-by-side, side, but they were completely different puzzles. They just looked exactly the same. So I was like, oh, it's, it's, they're, they're correlated. They are not correlated at all. These, this is what I'm talking about. These circles here are a completely different puzzle than the circles that you can see like in the background behind it. They look exactly the same, though, but they're solved completely differently. And while you might... I mean, it could be arguable... That that is bullshit, but it was bullshit to me because it's like this one worked and this one did. It's they're totally different puzzles. Mm. Like, but they look exactly the same. <laughs> that made me mad. Anyway, I loved it, and I'm 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 eight hours in, and I'm still like, damn, okay, scratching my head. Uh, while I'm like, I would put on Netflix show, and I'm just like, you know, you know, do both at the same time. <laughs> And I like try and solve shit. Well, yeah, they got to be me. successful. This is the third one, so they're yeah. doing something. Yeah. yeah, and they're tough puzzles too. Like when you figure it out, you're kind of like, okay, okay, that's good, that's good. I wasn't mad at it when I figured uh, this, figured out that there are two separate puzzles, and then uh, someone in chat did help me um, because I was getting to the end of its two hours or whatever. I was getting to break time. Yeah, I was like, all right. Is this the blah, 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 and someone in the chat was like, "No, it's but I was like, oh, "Okay, okay." I mean, it didn't solve the puzzle for me, but it definitely like put it into a different like context. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not mad now. It made total sense, and I'm I'm a little upset with myself, if anything." There you go. But yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's Nemesis Mysterious Journey Three. What's that? Uh, what's that cost? That is. Uh, Nineteen ninety nine. You got eight hours out of that. Seems like a pretty good deal. Oh, I'm still playing it. Yeah, I'm still playing. Well, four of those hours have just been me going. (laughs) (laughs) So really, it's about a it's about a three hour game for twenty bucks. Is what I'm hearing. (laughs) No, dude, if you knew how to answer the puzzles, half an hour probably. (laughs) The puzzle. (laughs) That's the same thing with Mist. If you know how know the answer to every single puzzle in Mist. How long is it going to take you? Sure, sure. You think you would play the other? Go back and play the other two if you finish this one. I might, yeah. I'm, I'm puzzles. Uh, yeah, I might just have to go back and look it up. I think that's what happened with the room. Like, I think I started with like the room two or three, and I was like, "Fuck, this is great." Then I went back and played all the rest of them. Yeah, room's great. Cool. Uh, Runo, the next game. What's Runo? Uh. <laughs> Not a lot to say about Runo. It's okay. uh, a walking simulator about uh, deer memories. Haha, no, deer, like they, you hold them dear. Deer memories, overcoming obstacles, and finding your path. Experience a story inspired by Finno Karelian uh, folklore. It's basically like uh, a kind of a history lesson oh. for, fin- for Finnish um, traditions. And 
uh, that kind of stuff. It's like a, it's it's a fable based in Finland kind of a thing. And they like I learned a lot about like like a lot of Finnish people have a cabin and a sauna. It's like a it's like a traditional thing. Like you got a little a little cabin out somewhere, and there's a sauna next door, and you, that's where you go to do family shit and you relax. Like it's like a pretty common thing. Um. <clears throat> And that, like I didn't know that. And there's a game that you play with a with a log. It's kind of it's kind of like bowling ish. You you have a big log, and then you have logs that are stood up long ways that are cut, and then you put numbers on them, and you throw the log at the numbers, and you try to get the high score. So what's the name of that game? Learn that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if oh. if you if you're curious about uh, Finnish culture and and stories from from that same area then this is the game for you there's there was it, it, it i don't want to shit on games with a lot of reading but this had too much reading for any day <laughs> like, i was like all right that's <laughs> enough i'm done i'm done reading i don't want to read anymore <laughs> i want to get some action in. all right short but yep. sweet that's runa yep uh what do we got next oh goody this one's called the annoying game <laughs> yep. the annoying game oh, great. not at, there's, there's, I have even more, I have less to say about this, but I had so much more fun with this than most of the games because it's just a fucking annoying oh, it's platformer. Bossy. It's a, I want to be the game, yeah. but it's, it's more accessible. Cause it's not like, I thought it was going to be a lot more shitty, like noob traps and flying spikes and like gotcha deaths and stuff like that. Not a lot of that. It's pretty straightforward. Like it's, it's a, a fucking tough platformer. You got to be really exact and shit like that. But it's, I mean, I played a little bit of this on my own time too, because it's, it's a, just a, a tough, cheap platformer. Um, it is four bucks. Four bucks. Okay, I was going to ask how cheap yeah. are we talking? Yep. Four bucks on steam. And, uh, you'll probably die a lot. You don't like, I would recommend like, <laughs> you'll probably want to turn off the sound after a while because, the thing, the the noise that happens when you die is the Wilhelm scream, and you die a lot. So <laughs> maybe just put on some music if you're gonna play this. Or you know? alternatively, leave it on so when everyone says that was a Wilhelm, you could be like, "It was." It was indeed. It was indeed. I know. Because yeah. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah, know. it's. I mean, yeah. Another, another much. It's a two D platformer. Yep. Cool. The the Steam says, "Are you patient enough to finish one of the most difficult games of the year?" Like. You trying to challenge me, bro? <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Yeah. Uh, final game, I believe, yep. is Beyond the Seventh Circle. Inferno. Beyond the Seventh Circle. Oh, Inferno. Circle. Yes, I missed the, the important word there. Sorry. Um, Inferno Beyond the Seventh Circle. It's a love letter to retro grid-based um, RPGs. Uh it's a grid-based first-person dungeon crawler with survival elements. It's inspired by classic classic CRPGs, which is redundant, um, from the 90s. An old-school game for hardcore players. This game, uh, it's, it's exactly what, the, what it says on the box. It has survival elements. It has, it's grid-based. It's uh, turn-based like, uh, turn when you get into combat. Um, the map looks like an old timey D and D map. Like every place you cannot go, it looks like it, it was scribbled out with a pencil. <laughs> like 
uh, has like uh, on your map, it has like X's. Oh, you see the upper right corner. Yeah. Um, you can see like where the enemies are. You can see where like the, the there's X's where like points of interest, like if it's a tree or if it's a crate, stuff like that. Um, you can, uh, it's really, really customizable. There's a lot of ways you can go. You start off by making a character. You do strength, intellect, body, mind, speed, luck. They have pre-builds if you want to use those too. Um, there's, uh, yeah, you can like can get proficiencies in all the stuff D and D wise, like armor and swords and pole arms, stuff like that. Um, you can do magic, healing magic, uh, or what is it called? It's there's white, black, um, elemental, and one other. Time? Oh, necromancy. Oh, necromancy. Necromancy. Okay. Um, those like there's the four uh, schools of magic that you can specialize in. I did uh, just black magic, so I could throw like fireballs and shit. But, um, it's great. It's fantastic. I, I absolutely, it really, really enjoyed my time with it. I, I, I might go back to it either on stream or off to give it another uh, look and give it a full, you know, full play. Maybe not play through, but maybe a full day of playing it. Um, it, it definitely it nails the retro aesthetic with some updated, like, it doesn't look like blocky or anything like that. It just looks like you're going through like really cool still images. Hmm. Something like that. Um, oh, that's how you do spells. You uh, you type C to get in your casting, and then you type four letters. All spells are four letter codes like uh, main, M-A-I-N. Brings up your map. They might randomize it. I'm not sure if they do or not. <laughs> um, that's cool. But I'm glad they do because I tried like, okay, let's try fire. Nope. Let's try this. And then when I got my yeah. fireball spell... It was something completely else. Yeah, the monster designs are pretty sweet too. Yeah, it's pretty monster gnarly. drawings. They look like old, like, uh, like uh, uh, the artist Pusshead Metallica shirts. So, like they look like that kind of like monstery design. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. What's this run? This is uh, sixteen ninety nine, seventeen bucks on Steam. Okay. And you can get the soundtrack for four bucks more if you want. How's the music? Developed, uh, developed and published by sixty uh, eight K Studios. How's the music? Music's good. It's not like it wasn't fantastic. It meaning like I didn't really, like it didn't stand out. Maybe it did. There might have been a time like <laughs> if if no the soundtrack's really good. There there's usually a time during the thing that it hits me and I like you know crank it up. Might have been one of those times. It was I know it wasn't during the the bird and cage one. I, I never really cranked that one. The metal the metal game, but I I think I might have pumped up. The music on this, it was. I think it was good. Anyway, uh, awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, Co, I know you played a little bit of the Rim World update. We've all played Rim World. Huh? Yeah. What does this update add to it? Is it worth it going oh, back? What do you think? My lord, it is absolutely worth Just going back. It is incredible. So basically, what happens now at the beginning of Rim World is you establish your entire like ideology, which is the name of the expansion. So you can be a nudist cannibal. Uh, uh, community that you know worships spike stuff and you know does it. I mean, you could be a cybernetic worshiping, um, uh, communistic community. You can basically break right. Yeah, you can break down and decide like all the little assets and facets of your community and like where they get bonuses and what they outlaw. You can be a slaver, no slaver. Uh, you can worship nature. You can you can abhor it. 
Um, you can like be vegetarian. You can like, and there is just, it's basically like this entire new level of customizing your little RimWorld experience. So it is wild. It is going to lead to some crazy meme runs. Um, I'm this one right here. I'm like a, a an underground cybernetic worshiping community that uh, is represented by beanies. And um, <laughs> and you get to uh, choose I think that? my neck. Like, well, oh, you, you absolutely you get to choose your your ceremonial garb. So I I picked toque <laughs> as my as my ceremonial garb. Okay. And um, yeah, and this is of course on if you didn't play it on top of the royalty DLC, which adds like psi abilities and all sorts of crazy stuff. So it is it is nuts. There there's a huge amount of new content. A huge amount of stuff, and uh, there's underground farming now and things like that. Like, if you have not played Rimworld in a long time, it is a great time to go back. It is. It has become a very large, cool, unique experience. Now there there was the 1.3 update, which was free, but then there's ideology, which is paid. Right? That's the structure. Twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there like a and pack? from the looks of it so far worth every penny? Okay. Is there a pack in for like all of the expansions, or is this only the second one? Uh, this is, I think there is some kind of big deal, but I'm not sure as I okay. was buying them, you know, on their own. Yeah. Stripping for, for all the X comming that you do, I figure you should probably play RimWorld. Have you, have you ever touched I was, this? Before? I was actually going to ask her, what would you say to someone who has never played RimWorld because it looks a bit too daunting? There's the a good thing about RimWorld, on, there is, but there are only basic needs that you need to start with, like food and shelter and things like that. And then you can kind of grow the experience out from there. So uh, very similar to what I would say to somebody who is like interested in starting a gigantic game. Um, kind of like what I say to Path of Exile. Like you don't need to know everything to have fun. You only need to know a little bit. And then everything else just becomes like icing on the cake. So it, it, right. is, it is not too daunting. There's some good tutorials. You can see in the top right there, the screen, um, there's that little orange box. And as you play it for the first time, it'll tell you like what you need to do to meet basic needs and things like that. It is a large game, especially at this point. It is yeah. a huge game. It's very. But big. As you play it, you'll come to appreciate that that largeness just means that like so much crazy stuff can happen. I had a dude who tried to attack my colony, and then he got um, completely wrecked by a group on the way out that was leaving my colony. But then a, a cobra came in and bit his neck off, which is what actually killed him. His head was bitten off by a cobra. Um, I then had a visiting diplomat from another company come. And everyone in my colony hit on him, hit on her. So then she started sleeping with one colonist while we're buffing the other two. And then right before she left in two days, agreed to marry another one and then cheated on the third one. Also, that's basically an like that's basically a daytime drama. Like it is. She leave? Yeah. Oh, she left. Yeah. She she oh. pledged to get married and then left the planet. Jesus. Also, and now, and now I did another mission to get a new person, and this person has moved into my colony. Is a different religion. He's trying to convert everyone in my colony from my religion to her religion. Get him out. And and she has established rivals with every single other person in the colony. Get the snake. She hates everyone. He's trying to convert everyone to her religion, and she just complains all the time. Put him in the snake um, box. Time for the boo box. (laughs) We need the boo box. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's great. You, you were asking like, because uh, I think both me and Zeke were in your situation when Co first mm. brought this to us. Of like, this yeah. looks real complicated. We jumped in and we were both able to grasp it, so you'll be fine. Okay. Like me and Zeke. Yeah, are I just idiots, see the so. UI and I panic, man. It's like it's, it's twenty five ways to build a floor. I'm the, like, uh oh. Yeah. It, it it does a good job from a tutorial point of view of like letting you know what exactly what Co just said. Letting you know what is important to pay attention to, and the other stuff you just start to realize like. Oh, that means this, or oh, this means that. 
type deal. Also, if you're streaming, think about it. You learn something new like every run, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every every single run is completely different. What's also cool is there may be 25 ways to build a floor, but they're all fours, and they'll all do what you need them to do. Yep. So there is a lot of variety and a lot of spice in the game, but a lot of times there's a lot of like cross need, you know, like like 20, 30 different things can all do the same thing from a mechanic standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. I think we all have had we've we've had a good time, and we've all had like varying yeah, levels of playtime with it. Me and Zeke put like a couple hours into it. Zeke or Coz put like hundreds of hours into it. Um, I know like Bike Man and Baru have all played a shit ton of this as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm playing more tomorrow morning. Yeah, sure. like it's it's really cool. It's it's, really it's cool. the absurdity say, of it that's fun. I think the best correlation that I could come up with was, or a best analogy I could come up with was. Have you ever been in like the bathroom section of like a uh, Home Depot or something? It's like they got like two hundred faucets. They all do the same shit. It's the same shit. Like yeah. they they produce water, but you'll see them all and you'll be like, "Do I have to go through each and every one of these?" Like, no, nah, just look at one and grab it. That's not just uh, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that was my experience at least. No, I'd, I'd say that's right on. It's definitely worth it. And it's only like what twenty bucks, I think, for the base game, or maybe even cheaper than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it is—it's one of those things where if you get into it, it is so worth getting the rest of the content. Like it's all pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I'll—I'll uh, I'll put my beanie on tomorrow morning and watch Co and see what I can learn. There you go. There you go. That's the way to do it. Uh, Co, how's Final Fantasy going? Where—where where are you at in the so story? Good. Like, uh, I beat turn seven. Last night, going to work on turn eight and turn nine tonight because okay. Girl of Bahamut is amazingly cool. I, yep. I never got through it back in the day. Uh, I'm currently working my my way through Heaven's Ward. It's really picking up. It's been it's been I've, I'm kind of getting through that foundation laying thing and kind of getting into the meat of it. Uh, I've been working on my glamour stuff. Unlocked the hairdresser last night and glamour plates and all that. Attached it to my loadouts and oh boy, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. What uh, <laughs> like main story wise? Uh, where are you at MSQ? Like what, what was the last, um, I don't, it's weird. Cause I know ways to talk around the spoilers, but I don't know the question to ask you. Cause I don't know if you know the ways to talk around. Yeah, the spoilers. No, no. And that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's one of the easiest ways to in, unintentionally spoil is being like, Hey, have you gotten to the part yet? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's happened more than a few times. Um, I am currently, um, where, um, my icy woman friend okay. is I'm, I'm speaking with my icy woman friend and she is taking me to meet a large scaly friend to potentially broker something um, sure. between some major. Okay. You, you've made some progress then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Very, very much looking forward to that. Yeah. You still playing uh, machinist? Yes, I am. I'm level almost. I don't know what level I am, but I'm loving it. Machinist is awesome. I've been having a great time with it. It definitely is, is I think the right class for me yeah. and uh, I'm really liking it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it. Uh, I've I've watched a lot of different uh, folks play. Um, you're always streaming when I'm streaming, so unfortunately I haven't had time to watch it. But Summit is playing late night. It's really fun to watch Summit play because first of all, it's Summit. Second of all, Summit really likes anime, so he immediately attaches to the Final Fantasy story. And third of all, Summit, and dragoons. Yeah, and dragoons. And Summit also likes to smoke a lot of weed. So he gets very focused on, like, laser focused on the story. And it's uh, it's really fun to watch. He was doing like a Praetorium last night. Uh, and if you've done that, you know what it is. Uh, and you don't pay attention to it. He was very much just like, oh my God, is that really? <gasps> it's 
he's here. And I was like, I've never reacted this. I've ran this a thousand times, literally. I've done this thing a thousand times. I've never seen someone like react that way to every single aspect of it. Um, so it's been That's fun. kind of great. Yeah, it's been, there's a lot of different folks playing it. Coe's playing it. Summit's been playing it. S-Fan has been playing it. S-Fan like made himself in the game as a Roganen. So he's just like this giant burly guy with long hair and he just role plays the entire time. Uh, he's doing voice acting for like every line spoken so far in the MSQ. So good luck to him on that. See how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's done about three or four broadcasts for that. Uh, that's Who's going to tell him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, it's been, I mean, Jesse did the whole thing, uh, voice acting. He's a madman, so maybe someone can, or maybe uh, S-Fan keep it up, but yeah, it's been wild for that stuff. Uh, they put out, uh, did you guys, we didn't really cover it because it's not necessarily news, but they, they put out a statement basically saying like, our servers are kind of on fire right now due to the extreme demand. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try and like work on this and speed some things up and, and try to make it make sense uh by the time the expansion comes out in november but no promises covid kind of screwed everything so there's there's a lot going on with that game uh and it's been it's been fun to watch and and will continue to be fun watching uh folks dive into that so it makes me happy because i feel like that team deserves it you know yeah They've been in the, oh yeah like, shadow dude. of other mmos for so long and even though people are yelling like hey yeah well it's game. It's definitely the case of one of those things where the game's never been like super big on Twitch, but it's been like pretty mm. successful. And now it's kind of the best yeah. of both. Where like now it's pretty successful. It was on like, I think it was averaging like seventy or eighty thousand viewers the other day with Asmin not even streaming. And it's like as someone who's watched that directory hover from like five to six thousand viewers every night, yeah, just insane to see those type of numbers. Um, the idea that I can stream it without killing my channel is really exciting. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great, dude. The numbers have been kind of a theme. <laughs> like I'm, I'm averaging like second day new game numbers almost yeah. every time I play, which is mm. wild. Yeah, absolutely yeah. wild. People really um, love watching other people experience the story for the first it's a time. Very yeah. Unique thing. Yeah, that's right. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, <laughs> is there anything else? Any other uh, stuff people have been playing? Any other news? Or uh, are we are we good? Are we calling it? I a drop tried the uh, I tried I tried the Pokemon MOBA today. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That came out today, right? Is that yeah, Switch only? It came out last night. It's Switch only right now. It's free to play. Okay. Uh, it's Switch only. Um, you can buy to skip uh, a lot of the grind, but um, it's it's a you know it's a pretty simplistic uh, MOBA. Um, the focus is that you by killing other players and killing like the jungle mobs and stuff, you collect uh, points and then you dunk the points in. The enemy rings, which are just throughout the lanes. Okay. Um, and whoever has the most points at the end wins. And that's it. And you just kind of play. And the games are like super quick, in and out, in and out. Um, 15, 15 game minutes tops. Is it is, uh, free to play? Free to play. Free to play, yeah. Okay. What's like the, what What do they actually charge money for? Um, it's like, uh, like XP boosts and ah. stuff like that, like cosmetics. Okay. And just Standard like fare then. So. Yeah, standard like kind of MOBA fair. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Oh, also, yeah, real quick yeah, before ten, we go, ten minute matches. Go ahead. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. I, that's I was Pokemon. just gonna say, uh, Tenocon happened, and that's New right. War yes. is looking awesome. That, and we does. should actually have like some new stuff coming up pretty soon. Yes, that that's was really uh, about it. The, the yeah, Tenocon was awesome. The New War stuff was cool. I think the other big takeaway, at least for me, I, I don't know if it was for you, the. Uh, 
the reveal that they did to show cross-platform and to show mobile was like, that's bigger than anything I think that game has done in a very long time. Like cross-platform yeah. for Warframe will be absolutely huge. Um, yep. And the way they handled that uh, was very much in your, in the like DE uh, wheelhouse of, of a surprise where the guy just like stood up and like, oh no, I'm playing right here on my phone type deal. And then two or other three people mm-hmm. sat down on the set, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, mobile. They were all just all playing together. Um, that's very big. And yeah. it also biggest appeal for Warframe is just you can play it on anything, yeah. Anywhere. And it's cross save, so like you can, you know, shut your PC down, whatever you were doing, pick up right where you were doing on your Switch or on your your mobile device, which very cool stuff. Um, so that that was uh, people are asking what game that was Warframe. Uh, Saturday was when TennoCon happened. Um, I think me and Co both covered that, but there's you can go to their their official if you don't want to see our faces or reactions on top of it. You can go to their official YouTube channel and watch that stuff. And the the story stuff without any spoilers looks very different from what you would expect from Warframe, but also very much what you would also expect from Warframe. Um, and a lot more importantly, this is stuff we've been waiting for, for like years, yes, years and years and years. My favorite part of Warframe by far is the quests and the world development and all this stuff that kind of like really sold me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it is, it is so good to see them getting close to actually getting this out there. Cause I am, I am very pumped for it. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, cool. it does. It does indeed. Yeah. Uh, chat reminded me, I, I played Neo, the world ends with you, which is the sequel to world ends with you. Uh, that was a sponsored stream yesterday. It is a very square JRPG game, and that's kind of all you need to know. I, I think if you're a fan of uh, The World Ends With You, then you're already kind of on board. Um, it was definitely an odd sponsored stream because, you know, the people that are watching that were like, they knew more about the game than I did, and I was playing it <laughs> type mm. situation. And the people that yeah. don't know anything about it were like, ah, this is a JRPG closed stream. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I understand what's happening here. Yeah. yeah. Is it possible to end a sub early? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I, go I had a lot of fun with it, but it's very much. Uh, and uh, there there are some, like, correlations to, or some parallels, I should say, to uh, Persona in the sense of how it looks. Like, it's very well, you know, the art is great. The the uh, voice acting was fine. Um Oh, your webcam matches their little boxes. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. Uh, where's the combat? Well, there's some of the combat. There's a lot of tutorializing in the demo. Maybe here? Nope, still in tutorial. <laughs> it was two hours. The demo's two hours long. Uh, I completed it. There we go. This is the boss. A little bit of the gameplay here. Uh, the gameplay is very simple, but also... Like kind of deceptively difficult. Um, you can like change which buttons you use on the controller. I made the mistake of fighting a boss and using R1, L2, and triangle for my attacks. And the way it works is, this, is what? Is this some? Is this mobile? No, nope. on mobile. This is on the PS4. Oh. It's also on Switch. So kind Those of. Those look like mobile buttons at the bottom. Yeah, the original game, uh, the the first game I should say was on uh, 3DS back in the day so it's very much ah, of that okay. mindset in a lot of that ways. makes sense yeah yeah um but yeah it was fine i i it's if you've played uh the world ends with you you know what to expect 
the story is absolutely fucking wild as well. Uh, which if you've played world ends with you, you know what to expect, uh, which is an absolutely crazy story. You meet God, uh, eventually. So, <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, yeah. it's a JRPG afterward. You don't have to dethrone God, but you eventually, I think meet him. Uh, you don't have to, but I yeah. mean, you know, yeah, I think you, you have to do that. Anyways, I think we're good. Anything else you guys want to throw in news or anything like that? Forever hold your peace for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's wrap it up. Zeke, do some old shout outs. Some old shout outs. Well, I got your old shout outs right here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My name is Ezekiel the third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I I I just like it looks right there. Thank you stripping for uh, popping in here. Uh, always fun to, to chat with you, my friend. Uh, Co JP, also, thank you as always. Uh, six and a half years we've been doing this, dude. Can't believe you let me stay crazy. It's a liability. Uh, <laughs> if you want to check me out, I'll be I'll be streaming here. Um, I'm probably gonna give myself a little bit of a break. Uh, probably give myself a little, like a, around an hour. Probably start at the, to the top of the next hour with uh, some Death's Door. I'm gonna check that out. It's the new um. Ooh, I've heard uh, new good, joint from the uh, Titan Souls and Devolver people. So uh, heard some good stuff about it. Yep, we're gonna be checking that out. And then tomorrow, uh, if I like, if, if I'm still in love with Death's Door by tomorrow, maybe we do that. Maybe we check out uh, Wild Wilder Myth, Wilder Myth, <laughs> whatever, however the fuck you pronounce it. Maybe we pronounce. Maybe we uh, check that out tomorrow. So that's all I've got. I got two days or day and a half. As far as plans go, so you're welcome. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Go, some shout outs. Hi, everybody. Um, As always, a big thanks to JP and Zeke. Special thanks to Strippin. I appreciate that. You came on today and told us about a game I had never really heard about. It actually looks pretty cool. You have to check that out at some point. Uh, I am currently playing RimWorld and Final Fantasy XIV. That's about it. We do have uh, some sponsor stuff coming up this weekend in... um, Path of Exile, and I'm checking out another game called Lemnus Gate, which I don't know if you guys remember we heard about that one. That was that kind of like first-person timey-wimey competition game thing. Actually looks kind of cool. Huh, We're going to check okay. that out too. And uh, on top of that, I think that's about it. We're going to be really pushing through those games I mentioned, and then we have Chernobylite coming up pretty soon too, which I'm very excited to check out. And uh, yeah, on that note, thanks for watching, and see you next week if I don't see you in the channel. Awesome. Stripping. Shout some stuff What's out. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Strippin. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Strippin every day except Wednesdays. Uh, I normally start around 2 Eastern. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to be checking out the new For Honor patch. There's a new character dropping. And I a bunch saw of that changes. guy, and I was like, Strippin's uh, going to love this dude. Yeah, I haven't played For Honor in a couple of months, so I'm, I'm excited to check it out. Uh, this week, I've been playing some uh, co-op XCOM with Kraken. We're using a program called Parsec, where we screen share, and we kind of take it in turns, and we've got like separate soldiers, so... That's been a lot of fun. We'll be doing that tomorrow as well. And uh, yeah, come on by. Cool, cool. Thanks for having me, boys. It was uh, good to see you again. Yeah, thanks so much for, for coming on. Uh, tell yeah. Dodger I'm sorry for taking away date night. But <laughs> I appreciate you here That's being fine. with I actually, us. I actually think I got our baby bedtime, so you did me a solid. Okay. All right. Well, once again, uh, I apologize to Dodger. <laughs> Hopefully she sees this. Uh, what are we doing tomorrow? We've got the, there's like a EA play thing happening. Co, are you going to be around for that or no? I don't know if we ever. Probably not. Nope. Okay. All right. I think that's at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be checking that out. They're going to show some Battlefield 2142 footage and maybe some other stuff. So we'll be restreaming that. 
um, for kind of a JPNN special report. Uh, Path of Exile stuff on Friday. Uh, we'll be doing spots and streams for that. Um, we're doing a miniature painting build stream next week, which oh. we'll see how that goes. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm reluctant to paint on stream. Let the inner artist out, JP. Uh, well, you've done this before, right? Nope. Not, uh, I've done like a statute sponsored stream, but not a, uh, I'm not, I've never painted. I, it's hard to say this without saying the brand that I'm going, but it might be in the chat if you've seen it. Uh, if you're reading chat, uh, I've never painted games, workshops, miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't bleep that part out. Co, you usually bleep it out. Oh, what? My bad. No, for the record, I have no idea. I'm just a total shot in the dark. I'm, but there yeah, you anyway. Go. There you go. Yeah, I got moved from uh, tomorrow to, uh, I think it's next Thursday or next Saturday. I think we're still, it's up in the air. But we're going to be doing some of that on stream. Um, and then tomorrow at the start of the stream at noon Eastern, um, we're going to reveal some stuff we've been working on uh, for the channel for about eight or nine months. So looking forward to that. we got a bunch of stuff going on. Hopefully we see you guys uh, around here uh, over the next couple of days. Oh, wait a second. Okay, so the Battlefield 2040. Yeah, I'm definitely going to want to. We watch that stuff. Are they going to be talking about that that new title tomorrow? What do you play? One that they tease, like possibly Dead Space. I don't know. M maybe. You know, I I thought mm. in my mind it only uh, I only equate Battlefield to being shown tomorrow, but I think they're actually supposed to show something about that tomorrow. Now that I remember, they showed some footage of Skate in a real fucking stupid PR video where it's like a bunch of developers <laughs> talking about Skate. <laughs> And they're like, we'd love to show you what we're working on, but we can't. But everyone was really excited about it. It was the stupidest video I've ever seen. It was like a prime EA video of talking about a game that they're working on with not showing a single thing. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's not going to be there. They also confirmed no Star Wars, no Bioware stuff. So maybe there'll ah. be some of that. Um, the big thing is they're supposed to show the 2142 thing that Dice LA or the 2042. I wish it was 2140. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yes. I'm saying that incorrectly. Um, they're supposed to show the like mode that ripple effect, which is formerly Dice LA has been working on, which is like that squad based mode that they've been hyping up. So cool. we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, anyways, that's it for the old drop frames. We'll be back, uh, next week probably with more. We'll see you guys then. Have a good one. We're out of here. Bye-bye.